Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about the median house price in New Zealand and whether it actually tracks the amount of wealth you have in your property. So this is really interesting because as I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, I saw a post comparing the median New Zealand house price in, uh, I think it was March 2020, and then again in April 2020. Now, the, over that time, the median house price in New Zealand did increase by 15000 it went from, I think it was 665k to 680k. And the, the comment was, who's feeling 15k richer? Now, of course, uh, I, I had to pipe up a little bit, as I'm known to do, and say, hey, the median New Zealand house price is not a good measure of what anybody's house is actually worth. And actually, it, it got me thinking, and we'll get into this a little bit later, um, but Every region in New Zealand could actually decrease in value. Every the median house value in every region could decrease, but the median house price in New Zealand could actually increase. And I'll walk you through some numbers to show that. But the real reason that the median New Zealand house price increased between uh, March 2020 and April 2020 was not necessarily due to the underlying value of properties increasing, but just that a higher proportion of Auckland-based properties uh, were sold relative to last month. More valuable properties. That's right. So it's just that more valuable properties happen to be sold, which are in Auckland and Wellington, rather than some of the regions. Of course, volumes decreased everywhere, but you've got to look at the makeup of the uh, of the properties that were actually sold. So if we just look at uh, the volume year on year, of properties sold between April 2020, April 2019. Remember, obviously, April figures were way down. Across everywhere except Auckland, property volume sold decreased by 82%, Auckland only 69%. So there's about 13 percentage points difference between them. So a higher proportion of properties were sold in Auckland, which drags up the median house price. It's not necessarily that house values went up everywhere. Now, I just want to walk through this kind of very, very simplified example to, to back up the comment I, meant, I, I made before that uh, house values could actually decrease everywhere, but the median New Zealand house price could could uh, could actually go up. And I, I uh, to be fair, didn't believe it until he actually showed me the spreadsheet on this one. So I, I didn't understand how that could work either. So we had to roll out the real nerd. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a very um, stylized example, if I can use that term, uh, you know, very, very simplified, but I just want to get this point across because uh, I feel very, very passionately that you need to dig deeper than the median New Zealand house price as a gauge of where the property market's going. So in my fictionalised example, we only have three cities in, in New Zealand, Auckland, Christchurch and Wellington, and perhaps I should have made one of those Hawara, uh, where I'm <laughs> originally from. And I've said, look, in these three cities, there are only 12 properties sold. We're going to keep it really simple. There are only 12 properties sold within New Zealand. Uh, four in Auckland, four in Christchurch, four in Wellington. All the Auckland properties sell for a million dollars, the Christchurch for half a million dollars, and Wellington for 800k. So if you look at that, the median house price in New Zealand is 800k. So the median house price is essentially Wellington's house price. Let's move a year on, and every region is cut by 10%. House values drop by 10%. So Auckland's now are worth 900k, down from a million. Christchurch, 450, down from 500. Wellington, uh, 720, down from 800. So everywhere, house prices have dropped. But what's changed is that instead of the, the properties being evenly split, four in Auckland, four in Wellington, four in Christchurch, now it's six in Auckland, 
three in Christchurch, three in Wellington. So prices have dropped everywhere, but the makeup of the properties, the volumes of properties in different regions has changed. So now that half are at 900k, three are at 450 and three are at 720, the median house price in New Zealand is now 810k. So the median house price went up by $10,000, but everywhere, Auckland, Christchurch, Wellington, house prices dropped by 10%. Now, again, very, very stylized example. Would this necessarily happen in practice? Not necessarily. It's, it's, um, we've, we've made the numbers work to show you that it would be possible. But I do just want to get across, and this comes after my uh, tirade about data abuse <laughs> a, few, a few episodes ago, um, you, you do need to dig further than the median house price. You can't say, okay, house prices have gone up by 15K or the median house price has gone up by 15K, so we're all 15K better off. No we're not. It's not any sort of metric, even about the average house buyer, because it is affected by the distribution of, of how many properties happen to be sold in Auckland on one month versus Wellington and Christchurch. And of course, all these regions have uh, differing differing house values. So if more house uh, expensive houses are sold in a particular month, then that's going to drag up the median. If a, a larger proportion of uh, lower priced homes, say in Southland, were sold, even if they were selling at really good prices, that would actually drag down the median. So it's not a good gauge of whether prices, house prices or house values are appreciating or depreciating over time. It's much better in this case to use core logic data, which is what we actually track in most of our maps uh, and, and stats on OPAs, because the median house price, which the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand releases, is based only on what has sold over the last month, whereas the core logic data is based on the median house value of every property in New Zealand. Now, Andrew, I see you've got some notes here. What are you What are you picking up from this conversation? So I think that the, uh, the quote that came to mind is that there are three types of lies, lies, damn lies, and statistics. And uh, I think um, nine out of 10 statistics are made up on the spot. I and thought it was 11 out of 10. <laughs> 11 out of 10. <laughs> and so I, it's interesting because you do see a lot of developers, particularly because um, they don't know how to read the numbers, post uh, comments like this about the medium house prices and this was a particular developer that Ed likes to correct when he misuses data. Um, it's data abuse, Andrew. Data abuse. Uh, so so you do just have to be really, really careful to delve into the detail on it um, because the devil is in the detail. You've got to get it right when you're looking at these numbers. And I think we're going to see a bit of this uh, in the coming months as more uh, numbers come out uh, following COVID-19 lockdown and a slowdown in, in the market in terms of number of sales. And so it's, it can be really easy, this example was to show you, it can be really easy to skew those numbers um, to give an unfair advantage on, on property prices going up when they're not, or maybe go the other way as well. Because remember, also the other thing that has to happen is people have to accept and crystallise their loss and sell at a loss for these numbers to go down. So it could well be that Queenstown, for example, where, where I was talking to one of my clients there that's very involved in the property market this afternoon, she was saying that um, you know rents have definitely dropped, uh, in, in her particular uh, case, about 28%. And thirty percent, I think, was the other day what we said uh, that Tony Alexander had commented in his in his survey that the numbers were looking like. So, so a bang on, uh, and and that prices, you know, we're, we're seeing a bit of a hit for people that were selling under desperate uh, situations because you know they were moving back overseas, etc. Um, but if 
a lot of people who notice a drop in the market just stay the course and hold on to those properties and then you know you have uh, a record month in Christchurch, a record month in Auckland, you might see those numbers increase even though some places are going down or you might see the opposite. You might see some numbers uh, decrease because people are selling in desperation and need to get out of the market quickly and whilst other property markets are going up, you might see a drop in those numbers. So again, you just have to delve more into the detail if you want to get if you want to get accurate with it and I guess if you're buying for the long term it doesn't actually matter doesn't matter that much it's certainly month to month and I think this is over the last couple of weeks as we've been doing our webinars and recording podcasts one word keeps coming back or I keep harping on about it which is distribution which is how many properties are sold in different areas because the average is just that it's the average and the average number is not representative actually representative of all the numbers obviously within a sequence so it is important to dig further and I just thought it was really interesting to point out this anomaly that actually the, the way we measure data and report on the median house price, house values could drop everywhere, but the, the median value could still increase, which I just think is, is really, really fascinating. Now, Andrew, I see that you and I are both drinking out of our Property Academy mugs today. We have printed a hundred of these uh, really cool kind of coffee mugs, which you can use to drink your wine or your coffee or your tea out of as you're listening to the podcast, depending on when and where you uh, listen to the podcast. And look, we are giving them away completely for free. The one thing I'm going to ask you to do in order to go and claim your Property Academy mug uh, is, is to go to open partners.co.nz slash pod survey slash pod survey I am going to link to it in the show notes and look we just want to get your thoughts on the show we want to know what you love we want to know what you don't love uh, as much what we need to improve on and if you do fill out this survey I think there's just seven questions and we've tried to make them as fun as possible uh, then we will send you out a really cool property academy mug uh, so just tap or swipe over the cover art uh, click the link it'll take you right there you'll be able to see exactly what we're talking about and please again don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the show. It really does help us get the message out to more people. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Epic Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time, 